On this week's episode of the Business Life and Coffee show, you'll meet the 10-year-old entrepreneur in Cleveland who's making masks. You're going to learn six actions to take in the next 90 days to save your business. And we're going to talk about connecting with your team during COVID-19. You don't want to miss this episode, so let's jump right into it. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Business Life and Coffee Show. I am your host, Joey Price, and I want to welcome you to the show. If you are a longtime listener, I want to say thanks for tuning in again. And if you're listening for the very first time, I want to say, hey, welcome to the show. So this week's episode is brought to you by Jumpstart HR LLC, which is an HR outsourcing company for small businesses and startups all across the U.S. Jumpstart HR provides full service HR outsourcing. So everything from recruiting to onboarding to employee relations to even helping you determine the next step for your employees that are leaving the company. So there are a lot of tricky issues that come with HR and you may not always want to handle them, but that's what Jumpstart HR is here to help with. Before we get too heavy into things, I just want to, you know, check in, see how are you doing? What are some of the life updates that you have? I know this is the first episode after Easter. So if you celebrate Easter, if you celebrate Passover, I want to celebrate those holidays with you. Did you get dressed up? Did you watch your services online? Were they on Zoom? Were they on streaming? Were they on Facebook, Instagram? How did you celebrate Easter Sunday? I know that this is a probably the first time in a very long time that we've had to be totally unconventional when it comes to how holidays like this are celebrated. And so while we're practicing the healthy social distancing, I know there is still the need to have holidays and celebrate high holidays such as Easter. On the Thursday before Easter, we actually did a Easter egg hunt in our backyard. Our our nanny really put together a super awesome Easter egg hunt for my daughter and another child that uh, comes over to the house because uh, we do a, a nanny share just for the interim. And it was really, really cool. But I also have a proud dad moment um, with the Easter egg hunt. You know, our backyard was a mess. It was in shambles. And so I'm pretty proud of, I had a, a buddy of mine, we came in, we actually put turf down. So that grass is going to be green forever. We're going to take good care of it. And within 24 hours, our backyard went from looking like a mess to now being somewhere that we actually want to spend time outside. So that's been one of my very small coronavirus wins or uh, COVID-19 wins while we're social distancing. I can still be out in the yard. So that was really, really fun. Next, we're going to jump into Mama, I Made It. And Mama, I Made It is our weekly spotlight on entrepreneurs and change agents all across the country. People that are doing good and that are making things happen in our world that we just really need to shed light on. Just because it's a Mama, I Made It doesn't mean that the person is young. It can be someone who is more senior and has years in the game. But for this one, I want to give a shout out to a 10-year-old Cleveland native who is an entrepreneur creating custom masks for healthcare professionals. And so this is Zaria Hill. She's 10 years old and she's the founder of Stringy Things and Sewing Things. So Zaria, apparently, according to ABC5, News 5 in Cleveland, got the idea for masks 
by doing um, creating custom face masks for a dance company back in February. And then she saw that the CDC said, hey, we would love for you all to wear cloth masks. And that sparked an idea in her mind to say, why don't I create these masks for our workers all over the country? Because she started getting requests from healthcare workers from all over the country to create masks. So what she did was she makes masks that are made of cloth using the CDC guidelines, and she even adds an extra layer of protection for those who needed it. Zarya is quoted in the article here saying, it's awesome because I get to help out and give back to my community. She said, uh, we have home healthcare aides who also reached out. We have occupational therapists still working. Someone from the airport just reached out and her order is in process. So hats off to Zarya and Zarya's mom, Latoya Carter, for the great work that they're doing to help our healthcare workers and even those who are deemed essential get out into the public and spread the message of, hey, we're here to help and we're doing whatever we can to help protect. And so if you are motivated by this, you're probably Googling, hmm, how do I create a CDC mask? Well, I went to wired.com and there are a few steps that you can take to create a CDC approved cloth face mask. Now, don't just stop at making one for yourself. Why not make one for others? At my church, we actually are doing giveaways. Uh, there's a, a young woman at the, our church named Dewana and she sews. And so my wife is over outreach and she was able to coordinate Dewana sewing and dropping off masks to some of the healthcare workers at Hopkins. Uh, we're in the Baltimore area. So uh, my wife has a ties with Hopkins Hospital. And so they got some masks that were donated as well. So if you want to know how to make your own CDC mask and perhaps make some for others, check out the link in the show notes. It's a Wired.com article. It's going to teach you everything that you need to know about making masks. And hey, we're all in this together. So if you are making masks for yourself, for others, and you want me to showcase it, definitely make them and then tag me on social media. I'd love to get the word out about what you're doing and show that, hey, we're all in this together. We're alone together. We're isolated together and we can still do good works together. So shout out to Zaria and shout out to you for ultimately making masks for yourself and sharing it with others. You can do it. I believe in you. Jumpstart HR is changing the face of the HR industry with their outsourcing, project consulting, and phone support. Enabling startups and small businesses to outsource their HR needs from anywhere in the U.S., from new business and legal compliance to employee performance management and outplacement services. Within the business community, Jumpstart HR is a trusted and reliable service. In fact, companies like Forbes, HR.com, and Inc. Magazine have all featured Jumpstart HR for their easy-to-use, hourly, monthly, and on-call support that is tailored specifically to each client's needs. This saves clients like you a lot of time and money. To learn more, schedule your free HR evaluation today at jumpstart-hr.com contact. All right, welcome back to the Business Life and Coffee show. This segment is called While You Were Working. 
And this week on While You Are Working, we're turning our attention to an article in Inc.com. Now, these episodes that we've been doing over the past few weeks are really having the major theme of what to do during COVID-19, how to protect your business, how people are pivoting, how to find inspiration, how to take care of your finances. We're trying to find really helpful conversations that will help you protect your business in the long term and in the short term. So this article in Inc.com is called Six Actions to Take in the Next 90 Days to save your business. And it's really as simple as that. It's all about finding out what you can do to protect your business from people leaving, from customers drying up, from not having cash flow come into your business. That's really a big deal because you wanna do all you can as an entrepreneur to protect your business. Even if you're an early stage entrepreneur, you know, people are still buying services. People are still buying products. And even if your current customers aren't, there is a way that you can pivot and find the people that are actually out there trying to find the services or products that you offer. So this article written by Brian Hamilton, and I'll give you about three of these because I want you to go and click the link in the show notes so that you're able to read the article in whole and really soak up all this really great information. So the first thing that he says is you want to make sure that you vigorously control what you can and vigorously ignore what you can't control. Now, this is powerful information and powerful tip because if you can control it, why not have strong oversight over it? What are some of the things that you can control? You can control cash outflow. So subscriptions that you have, services that you pay for, you can control the number of hours that people are using for your company, whether that's your employees or your contractors. You can control your attitude. You can control your perspective. You can control the direction that you set your course of of actions throughout the day. Just, you know, waking up and saying, okay, well, what am I going to do next? How am I going to move forward in my business? And what am I going to do? You can vigorously control that. There are things that you cannot control and it doesn't make sense to waste your time thinking about it. Honestly, you can't control whether or not there's a vaccine. You can't control the number of cases that are in your state or in the country or in the world, except you can't control yourself. So try to, you know, practice good social distancing. You can't control, you know, the market. You can't control industry factors. They're just things that, hey, ultimately at the end of the day, you don't have a handle on them. And so instead of stressing about them, try not to worry. You know, I I even need to talk to myself about this too, because every single day, right, I'm logging in and I'm checking, well, what's the status of the loans that I've applied for? What is the status for the grants that I've applied for? And hitting refresh almost every hour, right? But I can't control that. And usually what happens is you get an alert anyway about the information that is coming through. So I'm going to do a better job about ignoring the things that I have no control over. I've done the work. I've submitted the information. So definitely you feel free to be my accountability buddy in ignoring the things that you can't control. The other thing that Brian mentions in the article is that you should guard employee morale. Now, guarding employee morale is super important, especially now because work culture still matters in the midst of a crisis. Whether you're working from home, whether you're working on site, whether your employees aren't working at all, you know, employee morale is super, super important. I had a really great conversation with Lori Rudiman about employee morale and how it's important because at the end of the day, 
everyone's human, right? We're all experiencing this through our own lens. Some of us have children. Some of us have elderly parents that we are caring for. Some of us have kids who were in college and they're now unsure about what to do with their uh, schooling from this past year. Some of us have family members and friends who are healthcare workers and who are really, you know, experiencing this from the front lines. So it's incredibly important to understand the humanity behind your employees and realize that, hey, everybody's going through this. And the way that you treat people in the midst of crisis definitely shows whether or not they can trust you when times are better. So you want to do everything you can to ramp up employee morale. And we're going to give you some tips on how to do that towards the end of the episode here. But just know that it is important. The third thing that he says is that you should preserve cash where you can. So I am typically a person who likes to pay bills like a month or two in advance. So A, it's super helpful to do that if you have something that has interest, right? So a car loan, home loan, et cetera, et cetera. I like to double down because I feel like paying ahead gives you a few weeks of margin when it comes to cash flow. But in these times, there's almost a need to, to do the opposite and pay only what's necessary. The reason being is you want to preserve cash. You want to be liquid. You want to make sure that you are doing everything you can. So in addition to the example earlier about controlling what you can control, it's going to be super important that you preserve cash where you can. So if you have subscriptions that you don't really use, why not see if you can have them suspended or see if you can cancel them and then resubscribe whenever you need them. So preserving cash flow is going to be super incredible, super important. All right. So Brian has three other really great tips. I wish I could share them with you, but I really do want you to check out this article from Inc.com. And it says six actions to take in the next 90 days to save your business. So that concludes this week's While You Are Working. If you've got a really good article or you want to share your thoughts on this, why not shoot me a tweet or IG message at Joey V. Price HR. So it's Joey V. Price HR on both Twitter and Instagram. All right, now let's hop into the next segment, our final segment, which is Coffee Shop Q&A. Coffee Shop Q&A is a segment where we dive right into mentorship. It's either with a guest interview, and we've had some really great ones in the past few weeks, a topic that I've been thinking about lately that I want to share with you, or responding to your questions. So if you want me to answer your questions on the show, why not send me an email at jprice at jumpstart-hr.com or tweet or send me a DM at Joey V. Price on Twitter or Instagram. So this week's topic is all about connecting with your team during COVID-19. And whether you are a, you lead a volunteer team, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you are just an influential person, but you still work for an employer, you wanna make sure that you're streamlining and really paying attention to the fact that you need to be connecting with your team uh, during COVID-19. It's not enough just to say, all right, well, we socially distant now, so I'll see you when everything is better. No, you you, you can't do that. That's not, that's not good. As an entrepreneur and a manager, the quality of your relationships matter even while being socially distant. So you've got to make sure that 
you communicate with your team. When we think about connecting with a team, one of the first things that we we often think about is just, you know, saying hello and making sure that we're saying hi and being cordial with one another and checking in and seeing how people are doing. But we forget that when we're outside of the office, there are still reasons why we need to communicate with our team members. There are five main reasons why we communicate with our team members. The first one, I believe, is sharing good news, you know, sharing how you're doing, sharing how your weekend went. If you watched a really good Netflix series and you wanted to talk about how it impacted you or how you were moved by it, sharing really good news is something that we do to connect with one another. Another thing is from a work perspective, sharing project updates. You know, you wouldn't just go ghost on your manager if you were socially distant. You need to stay in contact with one another. So from teammate to teammate, it's important to check in on project updates as well. Also, you want to contact each other and communicate because you want to continue to build community. Just because you're not in the building doesn't mean that you shouldn't still be reaching out to one another. Community matters whether you're together or not. Remote or in office, across the state, or in the same building. You want to make sure that you are building community because that might be one of the key things that gets you through this storm, is building employee morale and culture uh, together. Another thing that we need to communicate with one another about is learning and training. The fact that we no longer have a commute, for those of us that are still working, the fact that we no longer have a commute leaves a lot of opportunity for us to learn new skills. So the you know 90 minutes you may be spending communi- commuting each day, you could be learning another language. You could be practicing a new skill. You could be practicing public speaking. You could be learning digital marketing. You could be learning uh, software for project management. You could be learning a ton of things because now you have at least five hours more back into your day because you're not commuting. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're furloughed or if you've been laid off, you know I know that good news is coming on the other side of that. But while you are with more free time, that's That's all the more reason where you can learn new skills and train. Definitely take care of yourself, practice great mental health, spend time with the people you care about and the people you love. But also you want to make sure that you are sharpening your skills and learning things that will help you for your next opportunity or when you return back to work. Also, uh, the last thing I think is super important is company update, right? Where is the business headed? How are we going to get there? What are we doing to march forward? Having those sort of updates are super important reasons why we communicate with one another in the office or not. And, you know, there are going to be some negative impacts of social distancing that as a business leader, you're going to have to overcome uh, not only for yourself, but for your team members as well. With social distancing comes a disruption of routine. A disruption of routine can impact you because it can just, it can throw you off your bearings. It can be hard to reorient yourself with how you work, getting into the flow of your day. You know, there may be a coffee shop that you like walking to for lunch or for your midday, you know, caffeine fix. And that's no longer available to you now. And so that can throw you off your game. There can be anxiety and fear with social distancing. Oh my goodness, when are we returning to normal? When will I be able to see my friends? When will I be able to see my coworkers? When will I be able to go back to the office? And then adapting to new realities 
And that can take time. It can take time to figure out your sweet spot of working from home, even when you know that you you may not be as effective uh, working from home or home may present its own set of distractions that you have to overcome. My tip for that is noise canceling headphones. If you can order some, they are great. But disruption of routine, anxiety and fear and adapting to new realities that can take time. Those are some of the negative impacts of social distancing. So you want to make sure that you are taking these tips to overcome those hurdles and find the benefit in connecting with one another. Those benefits are going to be a greater sense of connectivity, right? When you show that you can connect with someone without being in the same room with them, that is huge. It's like dating, right? They always say, if you can just talk to a person and not have to go on date or have physical touch or uh, just being around one another, if you can talk on the phone, if you can show your appreciation for someone without being in the room, you're gonna have a greater sense of connectivity. You are also gonna have new opportunities to build relationships. You're gonna have a great opportunity to create new moments with each other. My staff, we are doing weekly uh, calls on on Zoom. They're called uh, Hump Day Hangouts. And for the one that we did this past week, I ordered, uh, I, I gave everyone DoorDash. And so they had the opportunity if they wanted to, to use it for lunch. But, you know, this is an opportunity that we wouldn't have normally had because now everybody's out of the office. So we're just being creative with ways that we can create new ways to build relationships. And another reason why it's great to communicate with your team is that it allows your team to focus on what matters most. So every day you're going to get an opportunity to connect your teammates to vision, connect your teammates to projects and goals, and to connect your teammates with the way that the organization is moving. So really quickly, I'll leave you with some tips to connect with your team because, hey, that's what this podcast is all about, right? Mentorship, actionable items that you can take today and improve your business in the same day. All right, so you wanna make sure that you're creating a chat feature, whether it's through Slack or a Facebook group or any type of way that you can have real-time conversation with your team to share good news, to share memes, to share funny jokes. Make sure that they all stay within corporate guidelines, you know, otherwise you might have to call HR. But a chat feature is gonna be really, really great. And it's super important to make sure you open it up to the whole team. The next thing you wanna do is make sure that you have really good project management software. And that's gonna help you manage your projects and actually have frequent opportunities for you to talk about project guidelines and goals and uh, obstacles that you may be facing. The better your technology is, the more you're gonna be able to maximize the time that you have with work. So I also recommend having an all staff or small team huddle at least once a week so people can connect and build community. Community is so important. You wanna make sure that people are building bonds and connecting, not just with you, the leader, but with one another. You know, seeing the value in having coworkers is incredibly important during this time. And last but certainly not least, you wanna make sure that you share any new company information. Uh, make sure that comes from the top. So whether that's a CEO email, whether that's an all staff where you're leading the announcements, make sure that you're doing what you can to take the reins and be the leader that you're called to be in your organization. And that starts with sharing all information that everybody needs to know. All right. Well, I hope you are going to connect with your team during COVID-19 
And I hope that this podcast was helpful. I hope you're going to make some masks in your spare time and share it with healthcare workers. I hope you're going to take the actionable steps to secure your business. And I hope you connect with your team. There's so much value in doing that. And you have seven days to connect with your team. And then there will be a brand new episode for you here at the Business Life and Coffee Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I wish you the best.